0: Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe.
1: I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get em. they're, they're too, too old for TikTok.
0: Somebody come get them.
1: they're too, too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Dina. How are you? I'm very good. We have a great guest on the pod today, our food expert, chef extraordinaire, Sam Genishan with us. Hello, Sam. Hi friends. How are you today? We're very good. How are you? It's been a while. I think the last time you were here was feta pasta era. Mm.
2: I think it was almost a year ago because it was when I first moved into this apartment and there was like some very foul construction happening, I remember. Yes. And I was, like, sitting on the floor because I had no furniture.
1: Well, what an upgrade. Your apartment looks fantastic. And it's exciting that you're not in the river. Well, I'm always in the river emotionally. (laughs) Exactly. I think we need to tell our listeners what in the river means. Can you explain, Sam? No, it's too dark. It's it's not good for my brand. (laughs) Well, we're happy you're not in the river and you're recording with us.
2: Um, I'm just so happy because I see this beautiful balloon behind Melissa.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm very happy. Well, I I mean, I've been like clinically depressed for the past few weeks. But as I complained to my friends, they did something so nice for me. And they got me an edible arrangement with a happy Hanukkah balloon. (laughs) So happy belated Hanukkah to me. And it brought such a smile to my face in these trying times.
1: Okay, Hanukkah was over a month ago, so when <laughs> Sam and I spent approximately two hours on the Oedipal Arrangement oh, yeah. website, we picked yeah. out a Star of David for you. More of a Jewish theme, not a Hanukkah, so we need a refund. We're going to complain.
0: I don't understand why there would be a Star of David if the assumption isn't that you're celebrating Hanukkah. Isn't it one Most of the fact. same?
2: I think that you need to spend some time on the Edible Arrangements website, (laughs) like Dina and I did. We spent a lot of time (laughs) on Zoom together on the Edible Arrangements website, and it was honestly very upsetting. We were trying to send you a smiley face balloon, but it wasn't available for delivery, and then we saw the Star of David, and we were like, that's what our friend needs, just a reminder.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you want to do a dramatic reading of the card, you can.
0: I... Love the card so much. It made me laugh out loud and cry because I miss you guys and love you so much. Okay. The card says, Dearest Melissa, your friends in NYC are thinking about you. Please enjoy this edible arrangement. We'd like to... It was in all caps. We'd like to honor your Judaism with this beautiful balloon. And we'd like to honor your cholesterol with this fruit. Best regards, <laughs> card, Denard and Sam.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I this think we
2: were like so blacked out nice. when that when we wrote that. <laughs> like we were very very loopy that day. We were
1: very unhinged when we sent you this edible arrangement. And the best part was we kept forgetting that it was going to come today, <laughs> and then it came, and it's the most amazing surprise. I was so
0: shocked. I somebody rang the doorbell, which of course, when anybody rings your doorbell, you're like, oh god, like what's happening? And then Jared was like. They have a balloon and I was so confused. And I thought for sure it was like the wrong address. So I opened the door and I immediately like looked at, there was a woman I was I was like, who is this for? Because I didn't think it was for me, but then it was. And then I noticed it was a happy Hanukkah balloon. I was very perplexed. When did you guys order this? On Thursday. Last week, yeah. Thursday. Last Thursday, wow.
1: Did you think it was the dog that showed up back to your house?
0: Oh, God. Should we tell our listeners? This is more of a personal episode, I guess. We'll get to TikTok trends in a bit. <laughs> but I found a dog the other day. I found a dog uh, about a week ago. I think it was last Monday, Tuesday. I was just, I was actually walking to go get a facial down the street and I found a dog and it had uh, information on its collar. So I I called, I was being a good Samaritan, I was doing a mitzvah, as my Judaism says. And I was like, let me call the owner, no pickup. So I texted them a bunch. I was like, your dog is on this street. No response, no response. And I just sort of keep walking because I'm like, I don't know, like what am I supposed to do? Like I texted the owner, I called the owner, like what am I supposed to do? The dog keeps following me though. Like as I'm walking to my appointment, the dog just continues trailing me. And at a certain point I was just like, all right, you're coming with me. And thank God the dog actually had, his collar was like wrapped around, or his leash was wrapped around his collar. So I was able to just like unwrap it and walk the dog. And I was just like, all right, this is my dog now. I have this dog. Went to my appointment, told them, And the girl at the front desk was like, I'll keep trying to call the owner. And we just like put him outside, like tied him up. And I come out of my appointment an hour later. Lo and behold, the dog's still there. She says no response from the owner. I hadn't heard back from the owner. So I just have this dog and I show up at my house. I say, Jared, I found this dog. He's my dog now. And we go inside. I don't know what to do. My mom said, give it some water. Yada, yada, yada. Thank God our neighbors ended up they're big dog people. They had they have three dogs over there. So I caught them and he was like, if you want, we can just take the dog. Like we know how to take care of dogs. We've got plenty of them and we can just if the owner doesn't respond, like we know some rescue organizations we can contact. So I was like, yeah, thank you. So I gave him to my neighbors. Eventually then it wasn't not it was twenty-four hours later, the owner finally got back and was like oh, yeah, can I pick up my dog? So it doesn't seem like the best owner. It was a very trying time for me. Like, it was very emotional because I was like, maybe I should keep this dog. Like, maybe this is, like, Hashem giving me a message that, like, this is your dog. And it made me sad thinking that maybe I just, like, ignored that. I don't know. I'm over it now. Dina talked me through it. Dina had, I like Dina's response. At one point, she was just like, well, you weren't going to like steal this dog. <laughs> like, ultimately, it did have an owner. The owner did ask for it back. It's like, there wasn't really an option for me to just keep this dog. So that made me feel better.
1: Well, I'm glad that we gave you the edible arrangement for that mitzvah because it coincided with you and the dog. So. We're very proud of you for handling a dog when you've never you've never had a dog before in your life. So that takes a lot of chutzpah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you really stepped up to the plate for that dog.
1: None
0: of us have had pets, right?
1: No.
2: First right? of all, Melissa, Melissa, you have had a dog. You had a bulldog. Dina has a turtle and I have had three cats when I was growing up. <laughs> oh.
0: Also, okay, no, my mom got that bulldog after I went to college. I never took care of that dog.
1: Fine. All right, maybe we should take the edible arrangements back, because clearly Melissa doesn't even know who we are as people. How could you forget little D?
0: Well, I meant like a dog. None of you have ever had dogs. I should have mm. clarified. Well, They're I like mean, cats. I had
2: cats. Cats are, are, you know, similar to dogs.
0: Cats are not dogs, though.
2: Yeah, but they require care. None of us have
0: had dogs is a true statement.
2: That is a correct statement, even though I still feel like you had a dog. You liked that dog. You used to, like, get excited about visiting the dog.
0: Morris. I love dogs!
2: Morris, yeah.
0: I love dogs. That's why I rescued this dog. I'm just saying, I didn't know what to do. Like, I I didn't even know I should have- Like, I gave it a bowl of
1: water because my mom told me to. I think you should have tiktok the experience. I definitely
0: should have TikTok the experience, but that's why me being a non-dog owner, like I was so nervous and anxious about having this dog. Like I literally didn't stop holding its leash for like the five hours I had it. Like I was just <laughs> very scared that it I don't know what it was gonna do, but I was scared. And this was like well, so the what most are you gonna well do when you have a
2: child? This is with the child well, it's gonna be a
0: Exactly. I was like this like very well behaved dog that I found for like five hours, I literally neglected all of my own needs. Like I originally when I was walking home I had to pee and I just didn't pee for like five hours. I didn't eat. I was going to eat lunch when I got home. I did not eat lunch at all because all I did was just like panic that this dog, I didn't know what to do with it. So it's, it's foreboding.
1: So note to self, so when you have a baby, I'll also get you adult diapers because you will refuse to take care of yourself and pee. So good to know for the future. Yes. All right. I think we should move to some TikTok. And we have Sam on because we need to talk about the latest viral trend, which was started by Baked by Melissa. The handle is at Baked by Melissa. She owns the Baked by Melissa company, which do those little teeny, teeny cupcakes But she became viral on TikTok for her Green Goddess Salad. Now, Sam, please explain what is in this Green Goddess Salad. Well, I mean, I think
2: that was like her first video that went viral. But now she's, you know, she's making her salads all the time on TikTok. I think she might be a salad influencer. But yeah, the salad, it's a great salad. There's a lot of chopping required. It's like it's basically just cabbage, cucumber. Scallions, chives, and then this like yummy green goddess dressing, which has garlic and nutritional yeast and a shallot and spinach and basil, and it's just like very, very delicious. And it looks like it looks so green and like healthy. And she does like very good ASMR cutting, it's like very precise, so it's just kind of like delightful to watch. And Dina and I made the salad this weekend. We were influenced.
1: We were influenced. Also, I will add, she was on the Today Show for this salad, so it blew up even more in the recipes on thetodayshow.com. And I will say, I spectated while Sam made the salad. When you say we made the salad, Sam would not let me do any part of the salad except watch. So I just sat and watched Sam because Sam has actually really good chopping skills. I couldn't put my chopping skills on display, but Sam, you did a great job. It was delicious. I really loved it.
2: I mean, it was still a collaboration though, because I, I bought all the salad ingredients, and it was it was just like so much chopping. So I was very, very overwhelmed by it, and I needed I needed Dina's moral support in order to execute the
1: salad. And we had Melissa's moral support via FaceTime. She FaceTimed in, watched some of this dressing making. The- What'd you use? The emulsifier? Immersion blender. Oh, my- oh. What? is that the same thing? Is an emulsifier and a- an immersion blender I don't the
2: same think thing? I don't think that's like a, I don't think an emulsifier is like a
1: no.
2: device. Like, I think that's like you're emulsifying. The, like, that's like an action. It's like a verb. Yeah. Mm.
1: Okay, this is why you didn't let me help you.
2: Exactly. I got an immersion blender for Christmas because I wanted to make (laughs) pozzoli. But but then when I saw the green goddess dressing, I was like, this is great. Like, I don't have a blender, like a proper standing blender, but I have an immersion blender and it worked beautifully.
0: I gotta ask, though, because I noticed this in your recipe and in your execution of the recipe and in some other people who have tried it. It seems like the cabbage ends up being a lot of cabbage, because some heads of cabbage can be huge. What did you find the ratio of cabbage to other ingredients?
2: I think that, well, first of all, I'm pretty sure, like we read the Today Show recipe, and that called for like a head of lettuce. I'm pretty sure like on her TikTok, the original one I saw, it only called for like half a head of cabbage or lettuce or whatever you use. But it definitely felt like there was like a lot of cabbage, like too much cabbage. But to be fair, like eating it, it doesn't feel like super cabbage heavy. Like it kind of felt balanced. So I, I don't know. I think it did. It worked. I feel like the dressing just really brought it all together. So I don't know that you really could fuck mm. it up. Like I feel like if you have a good dressing, it can kind of save any any disaster. Anyways, but it wasn't a disaster. It's really good. And it's it's kind of like coleslaw, but like you know much better and it's like a because it's a heartier salad it like the leftovers keep i despise wilted lettuce but like i'm eating this salad as leftovers because it's hardier cabbage situation
1: so i i had to take a day off from the leftovers because cabbage does you know produce some some gas so i don't i didn't want to be too gassy and i took a day off yesterday but then i had it for lunch today and I did a little riff on the recipe because she uses a tortilla chip to kind of get, you know, to add some crunch. I today I used a wheat thin and it was really good. Sam, you're making a, a bad face. What what's wrong with a wheat thin? I don't I
2: think you know that I don't love wheat thins, just that's a cracker. Uh, it's not for me. General. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I support your dreams
1: try it with the green goddess salad. It was delicious. Well, I don't have any wheat thins in my home. I
2: just, I wouldn't.
1: (laughs) How was your gas level?
2: I think I really, I really overdid it on, um, Mm -hmm. on Saturday night when we made, like I had too much. And then the next day it just, there was a lot of gas, but then I, I just had more. just had a smaller portion and I had some today and, uh, I don't know. I think I think it's fine. Yeah,
0: you know. I mean, a, a little gas, Sam but I'm gas a Jew. My level is usually pretty high.
2: It yeah. is. Yeah, it's, that's true. My stomach doesn't digest things well. It's very Jewish.
1: So a little warning when you make the salad, just, you know, beware of the gas. And also, I think it's right. Like, I think even if Melissa tried to make it, like, she wouldn't fuck it up.
0: Well, okay, I'll hold you to that because I actually might try to make it. I ordered... From my produce box, I have a head of cabbage coming, but it's purple cabbage. That was all they had, but I think that should be okay to sub in. And I got a cucumber. Um, You need like four cucumbers. I don't have a shallot.
2: You need more than one cucumber. Yeah, but I think I'm just gonna do like a
0: mini version because Mm. I don't. Yeah, I only have one cucumber. It's a European cucumber, so it's longer. But I still, yeah, I know it's not gonna be enough. (laughs) But I don't have a shallot. English cucumber. (laughs) Yes, not European cucumber. (laughs) Are you gonna emulsify it? (laughs) Well, I got one of I got the same hand blender that Sam had actually for my wedding. I was also really excited about it, and I've used it like once. So the thought of using it again excites me. But I don't have a shallot, and I don't have basil or spinach. But I was thinking of (laughs) substituting it with kale. No. Nope. So this is how things go wrong, this is the, the mindset of Dina being like, how can you fuck it up, here's how you could fuck well, it up. Well,
2: okay, first of all, you need olive oil, otherwise you're not going to be able to make a salad dressing, and I've heard that you're off oil. Second of all, I think you could sub <laughs> kale for spinach, but you need basil, because you need that flavor.
0: Yeah, I do
2: not have basil. Well, can you yeah. go to a store?
0: We don't really live near stores, No. So I'll just have to wait until the farmer's
2: market next week. Dina's like, we're done. Cut this. This is just
1: making me... No, this is depressing me because you are going to fuck it up. I want to move on. I'm I'm getting upset.
2: Maybe we'll send you an (laughs) edible arrangement that also has uh, some (laughs) grocery items.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. We noticed, and I think everyone who's on TikTok noticed, that all the influencers were getting a cake from TikTok, and it's one of those flower shop cakes when you cut into it. All the sprinkles fall out, and it looks great. I mean, I was super jealous. Like, I wanted TikTok to send me a cake. They should send us one. We have a podcast about TikTok. How rude.
0: I agree. I really want this cake. I feel like, to be honest, though, it looks like the kind of cake that wouldn't actually taste very good. Like it looks sort of dry.
1: No, I've I've had one of their cakes and I thought the same thing as you. I was like a naysayer, like, oh, it's just for Instagram. And it was fucking delicious. Really? But I oh, bet the mo- okay, the thing really you
2: were most excited one. for was all the candy in the middle. Dina's like eating all the candy.
1: The, the yeah. cake itself was good too. Okay.
2: But you you preferred the candy. I just want to make sure. That I, I know my friend. Well, when
1: you put it together, it's you know it's a match made in heaven for me, candy and the cake, yeah. So there's this epic story. This TikToker named Carolyn Dunton, she saw a TikTok box that her neighbor had, or was it that? Yes, yeah, she, she found her neighbor's. Sam, you so, you help okay. me out, yeah. Asked her. yes,
2: so Go ahead, this Sam. I don't. You can tell it if you want.
0: No, you're do you the expert. Do... We've brought you in for an expert opinion. Go ahead.
2: Yes, an ex- expert opinion of retelling. Okay, so this girl, her neighbors were out of town. Um, they'd asked her to pick up any mail or packages that came in. It was, like, over the holidays, like, end of December, early January. And so she picked up their packages, and one of them was the TikTok cake. And she like, freaked out and was like, oh my god, like, who are my neighbors? Like, I see all of these, like, big influencers, like, getting the TikTok cake. Like, who are my neighbors? And she did a series of, like, 20 or 30 videos about the cake. And she, like, didn't, like, want to, think she told her neighbors she had the cake. She refrigerated the cake like she was being, like, a good neighbor, but then was just, like, speculating wildly about the cake and about her neighbors and... Um, how she was, she was like, one if this shows up on my neighbor's for you page? Like, this is going to be very awkward. It just like was like very hilarious. And she just has like a funny like effect about her that was just like great. And just she over the course of like, it was only like, I think three days or something. She just made 30 videos about the cake and whatever. It was just very funny. And everyone was trying to figure out who the neighbors were. And yeah, it was just extremely amusing.
1: Yeah, we'll play a clip from the finale of her series about the cake. My neighbors just left and they're really cool. I got so nervous. (laughs) I cleaned my house. I lit a candle.
0: What was I doing? I built that up in my head so much. (sighs) They're not TikTokers, okay? I said that this from the beginning, that this was going to be very anticlimactic. They work on the other side of content creation, where you don't make the content. And they said I could keep the cake. I had to give it, I had to give it to them. What am I going to do with the whole cake alone in my house? But they brought me a bottle
3: of wine. It was really nice.
0: And I fumbled every word I said. I brought it up. I was like, you know what? Uh, a bunch of my friends are TikTokers, they got cakes. So I did it, but I can't, I'm not going to show you
2: though, because I didn't want to bring up that I've been posting about them for the last two days. I've made like 30
0: videos about this. There you go, it's over.
2: So she returned the cake. I think the neighbors had like told her she could keep it if she wanted, but she was like, Yep. No. And then she decided to try to make the cake. So she bought the like she bought cake mix and like food dye and like tried to make it and it obviously like looked very
0: tragic.
1: I gotta give her credit to try to make it. I actually in uh, New Year's Eve it was Catalina's birthday and Allison made the cake with uh, like you know the stuff that falls out and it looked amazing and it was great. So do like you know you don't have to be a professional baker to do it. It was it was done very well.
2: I don't think I could do that, but props to Allison, She's she really can do it all.
0: Yeah. I think that Carolyn, she revealed ultimately that the people who got the cake just like worked for TikTok, and then other people were saying in the comments, oh yeah, apparently this was just sort of like TikTok's holiday gift to its employees, and this girl lives in California, she lives in LA. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, They're who knows what they do? Maybe they're in marketing or whoever, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I've been seeing so many TikTok creators post that they got the cake, and obviously it's very TikTokable. So I love this story. I also think she capitalized in the same way that we just had – Pamela the Mostis on the pod last week and she spoke about the 15 seconds of TikTok fame and how when you have one video that goes viral You just like want to seize that moment, right? And you're just like trying to make a ton of content to follow up and to keep the eyeballs on your page so I think Carolyn did the exact same thing and that's why she just had a million videos suddenly about the same subject and And the comments, people were very much in on the joke, too. They're just like, why is this, like, the longest series of all time? And she's like, I know, I just, I want to keep you entertained. So it's very much that TikTok thing of, like, you got one
1: viral video. What are you going to do with it? You know, it's like you got one shot, one opportunity. She sees the day. And then I saw that Davis Burleson, who we had on the podcast, his packages were stolen so he thinks his tiktok cake got stolen and that is like just devastating imagine that Ugh, what a letdown they should send him another cake
0: i would wager to bet that whoever stole it will just make a tiktok about it and then maybe (laughs) we can find this person and track them down
2: did you guys this is off topic of food but i saw a canadian tiktok influencer who was showing off like their con- their like equivalent of the tiktok cake they got so much swag they got this cool double bag and this like warm sweat uh blanket and like a cup and hot chocolate mix and like all this like branded tiktok gloves that looked really warm like i listen the cake is cool but like i'd rather get the swag like it's fucking cold give me that fuzzy blanket
1: Wow. I'd rather get both of them. I Me think too. the U.S. TikTokers also got that, but like it was obviously <laughs> more fun to unbox like the beautiful cake, so we didn't see a lot of the clothing swag. I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe one day by doing our podcast, TikTok will send us something. We could only hope. Hope so. Okay, moving on to the next food topic is a uh, banana filler. That was featured on Shark Tank. (laughs) Hi, sharks.
0: I'm Renee Heath. And I'm Bishara Jowde. And we are Banana Banana (laughs) Loca. We're seeking $250,000 in exchange for 25% of our very appealing
1: business. (laughs) (laughs) It has blown up on TikTok. The first video I saw of it was just a random woman, not an influencer, someone with very little following who was doing uh, using this banana filler device. And it was a three minute video, but it was captivating because she made the biggest mess and she had the most patience. And this device looked heinous. But then one of our favorite TikTokers, Zachariah, he did it with the banana filler.
3: Buckle in everybody. I bought a banana loca. This was on Shark Tank, and essentially it will make you a banana you will never forget. It looks like a classic pump and dump operation here. Grab a banana, cut the end off. You grab this part, and you just glide her right in there, okay? There's nothing wrong with a curve in your banana, but for this, we do prefer a straighter banana. So you're going to bend it down a little bit, okay? And then you take your metal pole, and you're going to put it right into the middle of the banana, and you're just going to push her in there. This banana seems to be handling it okay. If this was me, I'd be going to the emergency room. And then you just pull her out like that. Oh, it got stuck. It got stuck in there. Oh! I forgot you have to cover the hole, and then you pull it out, and that's like a suction coal. Your banana will be gaping, and that's what you want out of your banana. You want it to have a big old hole because you're gonna fill that with some sort of cream. Next, you're gonna grab whatever you're gonna pack it with. I'm gonna go with peanut butter. That looks fine, that looks like a waste. And then you're gonna attach your banana onto this tube and you're gonna crank in your peanut butter. You're gonna pump this boy up, all right? Don't be scared, doesn't mind. Jam it up a little bit, a little nervous. I'm gonna go slow, it's your first time. Come on. <gasps> Oh, it's popping out the sides. Oh, it's kind of gross. We're not done yet, people, all right? We're gonna pull them out. That is not giving. I think we need to like just see what went down. This is our ending banana. Let's do a little taste test. Oh, nice. It doesn't get the end. It's not long enough. I do think it would be a great gag gift. Okay, stop. <clears throat> but for $30, I think you could just spread peanut butter on yourself and not go through all the hassle and clean up this contraption. I'm just gonna finish off the banana because you never want to start working on a banana and not finish them off because that would not be fair.
1: <laughs> Sam what are your thoughts on the banana filler? I mean
2: I think that the banana filler is an absolutely ridiculously unnecessary invention. I don't understand why you would ever need that. I love Zachariah. His video is amazing. I love all of, like the weird food things that he buys and like usually fails miserably at making a edible food out of. But like this, like, whatever, it's fine. Like he could eat the banana. It had peanut butter inserted inside it, which he obviously was like so funny about. But like why the fuck do you need that? Like you just need to like get your knife or your spoon and you eat your peanut butter and you put it on the banana. Like it's just it's it makes no sense. It also I'm sorry, like why would Shark Tank fund this thing? Like this just seems crazy to me. Like the whole thing is obscene. Like I just I hate the device. I love the TikTok. I don't like the thing. It's unnecessary. It's one of those stupid food gadgets that make no sense.
1: It's called Banana Loca, which always reminds me. Where you been, Loca? <laughs> From Twilight. Open your, loca. Open your boca, Banana Loca. Open your boca, Banana Loca. Open your boca, Banana Loca. Mark Cuban and Kevin O'Leary invested in it. And they were right, because then it obviously ended up selling out like overnight because people are just buying it as a joke because it's like a $30 gag gift. So they were smart to invest in it. But it does look so ridiculous.
2: Listen, there's always money in the banana stand.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It just seems unwieldy, too. Like it's a straight straw looking thing that you put into a curved banana. So obviously the physics don't work out. And people are saying it's it's exploding out of it. Like, it'd be one thing if it worked well and it's still unnecessary. But the fact that it doesn't even work well, in addition to being unnecessary, bothers me. But I love Zachariah's funny puns throughout his video.
2: Also, it just literally makes the biggest mess in the entire world. Like, even if it worked more seamlessly, like, all of a sudden you have now, like, Uh, it's a big machine it's like it's not small that's covered in peanut butter and like weird banana innards like why
1: why do we need this (laughs) banana innards Ooh, that sounds (laughs) that grosses me out all right do we have anything more to say about the banana filler banana loca banana loca i mean
2: that's gonna be like those weird items that zachariah finds in like the goodwill for like $2.99 $2.99 like that gummy bear thing like all that weird stuff that's gonna be where this lives it's gonna be in the two ninety nine rack in Goodwill in five years.
1: I yes. hope so because $30 is pretty expensive for this device that you probably use once and realize it makes your life more miserable and then you just <laughs> throw it away. All right moving on our, our next food TikToker to highlight is at Devour power. And Sam, you sent this to me, it looks amazing. This fried calzone, we gotta try it.
3: We're at the House of Pizza and Calzone in Brooklyn and we went all out. First up, their signature fried ham and cheese calzone. Perfectly crunchy. So cheesy, this is so good. This is a rice ball, but we'll get to that soon. I couldn't resist dipping this beast into their tomato sauce. You guys need this one. Next up, a regular cheese slice.
0: That's really freaking good. New York's cheese slice. And of course, I got their grandma slice. Perfect bite. This sauce does not disappoint.
3: I highly recommend ordering this when you're here. This extra thick pan-baked grandma slice is a must. That sauce. And we were told we had to try a rice ball stuffed with ground beef and green peas in their tomato sauce. Incredible. Thanks for the recommendation.
2: There's a lot of people eating food around New York. Like, I'm not sure that this account is like super special or anything, but I feel like I like them because they always eat like really decadent, kind of like unhealthy looking food that I'm like, it makes your mouth water. And they just like seem like they're having a lot of fun in their videos. But yeah, this one looks amazing. There's like a fried calzone. I think it's like a 20 minute walk away from my apartment. Like I need to go there tomorrow. So I am influenced.
0: I'm so this made me really want to be in New York this made me miss the fact that delicious pizza and calzone just exist like all over New York City I'm Sam I would like you to go and take pictures and report back so I can live vicariously
2: we'll go when you're here in February and
1: try it exactly yeah just another reason to come to New York but yeah I agree I really like this account
2: yeah, I just saw another one. They have like some spots they'll go to over and over again, but they had this this place called Duzan in Astoria, which is like Greek food, and this like giant like meat gyro platter and like hummus, and I was like salivating. I just, their their videos always make me salivate and learn new things, and then I will mark them on my map to go in a future food adventure
1: yeah sam showed me how to save things on google maps in different like files and this is life changing what a hack this i can't believe like tiktok didn't teach me that and i use google maps like every day and it just took sam to teach me to use it for food purposes to like mark off where i want to go it's genius
2: yeah since i mean i feel like since i've been like looking spending more time on tiktok and seeing travel blogs and stuff like that like Now I'm just like, if I see a restaurant that looks good in like Paris, like I just put it on my Google map and then I'm like, yeah, now when I go to Paris, whenever that is, I'll like have things marked and I'll just try restaurants. And I won't probably remember that they came from TikTok, but it's just like places that look good. Now they're in, I'm not gonna lose that memory of them.
0: This is such a genius idea. I actually would really like for you to make a TikTok showing us how to do this and giving us a sneak peek into like the different cities and what your maps look like from what you've gathered from TikTok. I don't (laughs) TikTok. You're just an observer. Well maybe give Dina the (laughs) materials and she'll make a TikTok out of it because this actually sounds so fascinating and I want to do it. I
2: feel like Dina's making me sound more organized than I am like most of the time I'm just saving things in like my favorites but it's like obviously in parent like dina is going to new orleans i knew i had saved things in new orleans so i just like went to the new orleans but it wasn't like saved in like new orleans folder like i do have that like we do our food tours so i have like my jackson heights map and my sunset park map and things like that but I haven't been super organized in terms of travel things but this is a thing I've always done when I was traveling because you can download offload ma- offline maps on Google so if you have places marked you can do directions even if you don't have phone service so we can talk about this later but this is like prior to TikTok I just now I'm using it to like collect information about things I'm seeing online Um, but you should cut all this out it's very boring
1: (laughs) i think it's mind-blowing i also saw a tiktok that you can now save tiktoks into various folders so you can just instead of like going to a map you can save like the actual tiktok in a folder and just go and like have a new orleans folder and like view it but i like the maps better well i saw that
2: tiktok but i think you can only do that if you're saving the video to your phone I don't think you
1: can do it if yeah, you're favoriting. Yeah, takes up too much space.
2: Yeah, like I don't save any videos to my phone. I'm always out of storage, but I want to like have different favorites folders. Because I feel like you can do that on Instagram and things like that. Like TikTok needs to get it together.
1: Yeah, I'm always running out of storage too. Fucking Apple. I got to get a new phone. Boo, Apple! <laughs> I, I'm i cursed, you know that. I have a curse upon me
2: against Apple, my Apple products, so I don't think I can make it worse.
0: I have an issue right now with my phone where the, the power on button is like too sticky. It's, I got it ever since I got my phone. It's been an issue and I'm just living with it. But it's really frustrating. Like it's more frustrating than you would think. Like a button yeah. just not buttoning correctly. So Apple's also on my shit list these days.
1: All right. Well, the company that's not on our shit list is Duolingo because they're the best at TikTok. And we finally have the media manager behind the famed Duolingo account has her own personal account. And Sam, tell us about her.
2: Well, her name is Zaria and she has been providing us with great content on Duolingo for, you know, the past six months. And I think like people she just she hadn't posted a lot on her personal account and last week she started posting on her personal account and obviously like telling everyone that she's duo and like you know doing trends like including the duo owl or not but like now everyone knows who she is so she just like completely blew up went from like 200 followers to like forty thousand followers because everyone's like oh my god this is the duo duolingo person and she's great like she's just as funny as you think she would be based on what the Duolingo account is. So it's cool to just like see her coming out from the shadows because Duolingo seems great, but also like she's helping to make their brand explode on t- on TikTok and she deserves to like have a face so that like she could get other jobs in social media when she doesn't want to work at Duolingo anymore.
1: Yeah, we spoke about that once because it's true. All the social media managers who are helping the brands go crazy viral Yeah, what is it doing for them? It's just feeding the capitalist system. And so it's great that people are acknowledging her for who she is.
2: Yeah, she shouldn't be anonymous. Like, she's like the brains behind the operation, so I think it's awesome. And also I love Duolingo.
0: What I also love about Zarya's personal account is that she keeps commenting from the Duolingo account on her personal account. And so it's just this completely unhinged, like, she's talking to herself and she's telling herself, like, this is great, you're doing great, like, from either account. It's very funny if you go to the comments of a lot of her personal videos. It's fantastic.
2: On the topic of, like, the TikTok cake, one of the first posts that Zaria did was giving herself, like, a plaque because she was like... (laughs) TikTok didn't like acknowledge Duolingo, so like I made this for us because like we also have a million followers. Like, why are they not giving us gifts?
1: Yeah, give the Duolingo bird and Zarya TikTok cake. That's outrageous. Crazy. Before we wrap up, we have one more person we need to talk about, and that's Axel, who has the smallest apartment in New York, and he's blown up because of his apartment. And now he's just blown up for other reasons too i know sam you're a big fan of his
2: i love his apartment i love his energy There actually this is relevant to food tiktok there was a horrifying video that he he posted about all the food he would buy on the street and how he like bought like 12 applesauces for like a dollar and then ate them even though he doesn't like applesauce and i that made me very upset personally but he's hustling he wants to be an actor and he has such like a beautiful energy like I just like he seems like such a sweet person so I yeah he's great I always love seeing his videos when they come up on my for you page
1: yeah and unfortunately he didn't get into Juilliard and he posted a really sweet video and Charlie Puth stitched him and was like hey man it's okay, like, I didn't get into my top school, but, like, this isn't gonna define your career. Everyone loves Axel because his, like you said, his energy just shines through in the in the TikToks.
2: Yeah, no, it was so cool. Like, the I think that video had, like, a million likes on it, and, like, Charlie Puth also, like, wrote this long thing in his comments, and, like, Diplo commented, and, like, all of these, like, verified creators were, like, commenting and just, like, giving him... You know good vibes and it's just really sweet when like the community comes together like that and he just seems great so it's cool
1: i also love that every like interior design TikToker took his room and then we're saying how they would do his room and like i i'm always in awe about how people can like recognize spaces that way and then actually like utilize them so it was cool i saw like maybe five different interior design people all doing his room
2: i've also seen a lot of people that have like counterparted to him and been like my apartment's actually smaller than yours and i think (laughs) i have seen smaller apartments in new york on the app so sorry axel i think maybe like you don't have the smallest (laughs)
1: apartment in new york but it's very small so true All right, that does it for this week. Melissa, enjoy your edible arrangement. I hope you have a happy Hanukkah in January and (laughs) your cholesterol is great in 2022. And you can find us at twogoldfortiktok.com and our Instagram and our TikTok. And thanks, Sam, for joining our food expert. Thank you guys
2: for having me. This was so fun. And Melissa, please do not make the baked by Melissa salad if you don't have the right ingredients.
0: It's not for all Melissa's. Not for all Melissa's. Okay, I'll stick to my edible arrangement and I'll just be lighting my menorah all this week. Thank you again, (laughs) my friends. And uh, if you do make the baked by Melissa thing, let us know how it turns out. Thanks for listening, everyone.